Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome to the Splendors of the Sahaba An original podcast brought to you by Masjid Al-Islah The show where you will learn more about the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum Get inspired by their stories And insha'Allah have an increase in iman and love for them radiyallahu anhum ajma'in With me Ustaz Zaman, welcome back to our session Today, inshallah, we will not just hear from one companion, nor two, but in fact, we will learn from four companions. Now, these four companions, all of them share a specific trait, or to be specific, they share a specific role during the time of the Prophet And that particular role was that they were all the Mu'addin of the Prophet So they were the people who called to the Adhan during the time of the Prophet Now the Mu'addin or otherwise known as Bilal in our community is somebody who calls people to the Adhan and people always respect them people always have a high respect for Mu'addin and Bilal we also know that the ibadah known as Adhan or calling people to Salat is in fact one of the greatest Sunnah of the Prophet it is even Mustahab or a, a, a powerful voluntary act for us to do even before we pray our prayers, even though if we are alone. And when we call people to Adhan, we are actually calling people towards success. What type of success? Success in this world and success for the hereafter. Which is why every time when we hear the Mu'addin says, Hayya al-Falah, which means come to success, it means that Salat itself is a key to attain success in this dunya and akhirah. So let's look at history, Islamic history, and look at these four companions who were assigned as the Mu'addin of the Prophet Now I know most of you would know that the Mu'addin of the Prophet is none other than Bilal ibn Rabah, the famous companion. A lot of people actually, actually knew that, the, that Bilal was in fact the Mu'addin of the Prophet. Yet not many know that there was more than one Mu'addin. There was more than one Bilal. So Bilal was in fact a Mu'addin, but he was accompanied by three other companions who were also Mu'addin of the Prophet So let's start with the lesser known ones. Okay, number one is the companion whose name was Sa'ad Al-Qarath. His name was Sa'ad and he was called as Sa'ad Al-Qarath. So not much biographical information is known about him. He was only known as a merchant, somebody who was a businessman. Yet at the same time, the Prophet ﷺ appointed him as the Mu'addin in Masjid Quba. We know that in Medina, one of the first mosques that the Prophet ﷺ actually prayed in was Masjid Quba, even before the construction of Masjid An-Nabawi. And those of you who, have, who might have performed Umrah before might have visited the place Masjid Quba. So Masjid Quba, Rasulullah ﷺ appointed Sa'ad bin Qarath or Sa'ad al-Qarath as a Mu'addin there. In Masjid Quba. And Sa'ad bin Qarath or Sa'ad al Qarath also was appointed as the official Bilal or the official Mu'addin in Masjid al Nabawi after Bilal ibn Rabbah himself, the man himself, retired from Adhan. That was the first Mu'addin or that was the one of the Mu'addin of the Prophet. Another one also, the, sec- the second companion or the second Mu'addin that we can get to know of is none other than the companion Abu Mahzurah. His name is Abu Mahdhurah radiyallahu anhu. May Allah be pleased with him. So Abu Mahdhurah is a somewhat a late entry, a, some, someone who converted to Islam quite late 
after the Fatuh Mecca, after the opening of Mecca, after Rasulullah conquered Mecca and Islam reigned supreme in the land of Arabs, uh, land of Arabia, that is where Abu Mahzura was amongst the Arabs who converted to Islam. So Abu Mahzura actually narrated his story where once he and a few of his uh, friends went to Mecca to meet the Prophet and the Prophet was just returning from the Battle of Hunayn. So he heard and he and his friends heard that the companions were reciting the Adhan for Salat. So uh, the companions were rushing for prayers. So Abu Mahzura and his friends somehow listened to a particular companion reciting the Adhan. And after that, he and his friends also tried it out. You imagine if you hear somebody in the mosque who's reciting the Adhan and you feel, MashaAllah, his voice is so good. So you and your friends might try to follow his tone to follow his voice, to follow the, mel the melody of the Adhan. So Abu Mahdurah and his friends did the same thing. So after the Salat, the Prophet, the Prophet actually approached them. And he said to them, I, he I heard that uh, some of you people were reciting the Adhan. And, I and I I've also heard, or I was actually quite touched with your voices. I feel that there is some melodious voices. Okay, You guys have a good voice. So let me hear each and every one of you recite the Adhan. So in our language, it is as if an audition to be a muazzin. So the Prophet called each and every one of them to recite the adhan, and each of them actually recited the adhan until it was Abu Mahzura's turn. So when Abu Mahzura recited the adhan, uh, wanted to recite the adhan, Abu Mahzura told the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, how do I how, how do I recite the adhan? So Rasulullah actually went to him, pat his back three times. He actually prayed for him for blessings. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to bless him. And then he taught him the Adlan and Abu Mahzura recited the Adlan. And Rasulullah somehow chose him one of the reasons because he had a very melodious voice. So he was chosen as a Mu'adlin during the time of the Prophet and he in fact will actually be the substitute or replacement for when Bilal ibn Rabah was absent to commence the Adlan. So that was, that's the second Mu'adlin that we know of. Number one, we have Sa'ad al-Qarath and Abu Mahdura. So these two names are usually not known by a lot of people. And so I hope that this lesson can also teach us that, you know, to tell us, to get to know of that the Prophet ﷺ indeed had more than one Mu'addin. Now the third Mu'addin was a very famous companion. But he also, some people might not know that he was a Mu'addin. His name was Ibn Ummi Maktoum radiallahu anhu. The companion known as Ibn Ummi Maktoum. Now, some of you might ring a few bells whenever you hear that name, Ibn Umi Maktoum. Why is that? Because Ibn Umi Maktoum, the famous companion of Allah was in fact the person who was in the story where Rasulullah in his early stage of da'wah, when he was tending to the affairs of the Quraysh, when he was trying to propagate Islam to the elders of the Quraysh, there approached him a blind guy, a blind person, who approached the Prophet and he told the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, I want to convert to Islam. So the Prophet somehow ignored him and continued to propagate Islam and converse with these so-called elders of the Quraysh. And because of this, the famous Surah Abasa was revealed where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala somehow taught the Prophet and told him that what he do, what he did was wrong. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in that famous Surah Abasa wa Tawalla that the Prophet turned away and ignored him when a blind person came. So this blind person was in fact none other than Ibn Ummi Maktoum. That is why I think a lot of people might have heard of his name before because he was in fact the blind person 
who came to the Prophet Sallallahu who wanted to convert it to Islam, but he was ignored by the Prophet Sallallahu and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala somehow revealed a surah because of that. So Ibn Umi Maktum was in fact appointed as a muaddin later on in the life of the during the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Ibn Umi Maktum was also a secondary muaddin after Bilal. So sometimes Ibn Umi Maktum will commence the adhan in Masjid Nabawi. Sometimes also Bilal Ibn Rabbah will be the one who will commence the adhan. So there was a f- there is a famous hadith where this hadith usually can be heard of whenever we enter the month of Ramadan. So the prof- uh, so once again this hadith is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, where once the Prophet Sallallahu and the companions were having sahur, were eating before dawn, and the act known as sahur where we eat before dawn appears before fajr to prepare ourselves for fasting on that day. So Bilal started to command the azan. Bilal started to proper to call the adhan. So the the Sahaba rushed to stop eating, and then that's where the Prophet Sallallahu said. Uh, continue eating for verily, for verily, Bilal, Bilal's adhan isn't the one that somehow signals the entrance of Fajr, but rather eat until you hear the adhan of Ibn Ummi Maktum. So Ibn Ummi Maktum was in fact the second muaddin. So we know for a fact that, that there's actually two adhan for Fajr. The first adhan was to signal that Fajr was near, and that was around 30 minutes before the right, the real adhan, which was to be proclaimed during Fajr itself. So Bilal was the first adhan, and Ibn Ummi Maktum was the second muaddin. So Ibn Ummi Maktum was in fact one of the muaddin of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And of course, last but not least, the most famous of all the four, the, his name itself became the title for people who called to adhan, called to the adhan, and that was none other than Sayyidina Bilal radhiyallahu anhu. So Bilal ibn Rabbah. I think most of you had know of his story. He was an African uh, who was a slave to one of the Quraysh elders, and he was tortured and physically oppressed because he held on to Tawheed. In his famous story, where he was tortured by his master, yet he still proclaimed Ahadun Ahad, which means one and one only. He held a strong faith in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, holding on to the message of Tawheed, holding on to the religion of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam until Sayyidina Abu Bakr. Radiallahu anhu, out of his generosity, uh, somehow freed Bilal ibn Rabbah from his oppression. And Bilal converted to Islam formally and became one of the greatest companions. And of course, received the honorable title to be the Mu'addin, where he proclaimed the first adhan in Masjid Haram, where Rasulullah appointed him as the Mu'addin and commanded him to climb the Kaaba and proclaim the adhan for the first time in history. So that's why Bilal ibn Rabbah was the considered as the greatest of all Mu'addin. And his name itself, Bilal, was taken okay, and uh, be- became a title for people who call others to Salat. And Bilal ibn Rabbah wasn't just a Mu'addin, he was also a companion that was promised by the Prophet wasallam to be granted to paradise. So once, in a hadith narrated by uh, Muslim, Rasulullah approached Bilal ibn Rabbah and he actually told him, Ya Bilal, I actually saw you in paradise and when I was dreaming I saw you in paradise and you were walking with your sandals and I can hear your footsteps with your sandals so Bilal ibn Rabbah was happy and the Prophet asked Bilal Ya Bilal what type of deed do you actually are accustomed to that I, until I can saw you in paradise so Bilal told the Prophet I didn't do much I only usually 
or quite oftenly after I taken my wudu, I would pray two rakaat of sunnah prayers after the adhan. So uh, after taking the wudu, sorry. So Bilal ibn Rabah will actually pray two rakaat of sunnah prayers, voluntary prayers, after he had taken his wudu consistently, and because of that, he was granted paradise. And of course, praying two rakaat voluntary prayers or sunnah prayers after taking a wudu is in fact one of the greatest sunnah that we can practice. So alhamdulillah, we have get to know of four amazing individuals and this session of course is aimed to tell all of us that there were in fact more than one mu'adlin of the Prophet wasallam, people who called to the adlan during the time of the Prophet wasallam. There were more than one. It was not just Bilal, it was Bilal ibn Rabah, of course he was the first one. We have Ibn Ummi Maktoum, the blind companion who converted to Islam and Surah Abbasah was revealed because of him. Abi Mahzura, the third Mu'addin. Abi Mahzura had a very beautiful voice and he was chosen by the Prophet Sallallahu And last but not least, we have Sa'ad Al-Qarat, who was appointed as the Bilal in Masjid Quba, who ended up became the official Bilal after Bilal ibn Rabbah himself retired. Radiallahu anhum ajma'in. What we can learn also from this is that we can see the virtue of Adhan itself. That Adhan is a sunnah or a voluntary act that is quite special in Islam where we are actually calling people to success. You know all this while where you see people calling others to gain profit. You see YouTube ads today trying to tell people, trying to educate people, trying to call people to attain success, to attain profit, to attain this and that. Imagine you carrying this responsibility to call others to success not just in this world but success in the akhirah and that is where when you say hayya ala salah hayya ala falah and of course the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam had said in a hadith in a very popular hadith where the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said if people knew about the virtues of adhan law ya'lamun nas fil nida'i wa safil awwal if people had knew about the virtues of the first saf and the adhan people who had rushed towards it and if people were fighting for it people will actually draw lots to decide whom will get to be the mu'addin and whom will get to be in the first saf that shows how high of a virtue adhan is in islam so never neglect adhan if you have the ability to to call the prayers even with your family members even if you're alone proclaim the adhan for verily, that is one of the greatest sunnah of the Prophet So I hope based on this lesson, you have get to know that there are more than one Mu'addin of the Prophet. There are four actually in fact in history and the virtues of Adhan itself. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins and accept our good deeds. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.